dawn comes at the beginning of each new day. The same can be said for each new life. The dawning of life is birth. As a youngster, I never really thought about my parents having a life before me. It's the way of youth. They think life begins with their own birth. But of course, before I was born, my parents had a history every bit as exciting and as important as mine. They had stories of their own that should be told. Some of their stories have become family legend. Some seem silly. But I'm sure they were very important to my parents. Those stories are part of what made my parents who they were. One of my favorite decades in my life was the 1960s. During that era, I met and worked with so many personalities of the day, it's hard to keep count, especially in Las Vegas. It was about this time that a storm cloud would fall on Vegas, and not for the better. I've often told my friends and anyone who would listen how Vegas went down the tubes after Howard Hughes came to town. But that's my personal opinion. Others may see it a different way. This richy rich billionaire came sneaking into Vegas on Thanksgiving Day, 1966. I think it was a bad day at Black Rock. The beginning of the end. And then he left four years later. Yep, on Thanksgiving Day. In those four years, Hughes blew billions of dollars buying up numerous properties in and around Las Vegas. For starters, he bought six casinos, one of which was the Sands, where I worked with the Rat Pack. Then there was the Castaways, the Frontier, and the Silver Slipper. But Hughes' spending spree didn't stop there. He also forked over bucks for the North Las Vegas Airport, Alamo Airways, and the thousands of acres of land that became Summerlin which incidentally has become one of the most desired residential and business spots in Las Vegas today. And it's still expanding and worth billions of dollars. In the 50s and 60s, my music group and I were going hot and heavy, appearing in Las Vegas quite often. It was a fantastic time. The city was mobbed up. It was a shoot 'em up anything goes town Today, the slogan is, What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Are you kidding me? That slogan is a joke. The 50s and 60s were when everything was happening. It was a great place for everyone. Musicians, club owners, mob guys, and casino workers. Everyone was getting their piece of the action. A spot where I both worked and played was the Stardust Hotel and Casino. The place was controlled by the mob. There were literally bags and bags of money being carried out of the casino and taken back to the mob bosses in the Midwest. Howard Hughes initially tried to buy the Stardust with his other casino purchases when he first came to town. Rumors began to float among us entertainers and casino employees that Hughes was going to buy the place. It seemed like a done deal. But the feds moved in and put the kibosh on the sale, telling him he couldn't buy the Stardust because it would create a monopoly. 
Hughes fought with the feds over the purchase, and at some point the feds blinked. They folded their hand and told him, We'll cut you a deal and let you buy the stardust if you help us clean up Vegas. What the government was doing was basically telling Hughes, You scratch our back, we'll scratch yours. After that, Las Vegas was drastically changed forever. So my question is, what's changed? My answer? Nothing. It's certainly no secret to anyone that these large corporations have a monopoly and a strong stranglehold on the casino industry in Nevada. I personally think Hughes should have refused the Fed's deal and made his own deal to grab up the casinos. <laughs>